Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Catch My Drift podcast. This is your host, Matt Kalmus. And on this episode, I am sitting down with four different young men and women uh, that are all very interested in the outdoor world. Um, Each of them on this episode shares a little bit about what got them into the outdoor world, what uh, particularly they're interested in, and just some different things that, uh, that they're really passionate about. Two of these guests on here actually happen to be family members of mine, um, cousins, and the other two are young men that I am uh, have known for quite some time. They're both in their teens, uh, but I'm friends with both their dads. Um, I know I know each of these guests on here um, has have 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 bright futures ahead of them, and um, and and lots of different things that uh, areas of their interest that they're interested in. Um, they share different things. Um, on here that 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 are pretty interesting um i think this is a great episode if you've got young kids of your own a great episode to listen to with your young kids um and just kind of a kind of a good all-around episode of of, it it kind of brings me back to why i why i got into the things that i'm interested in and um uh, yeah just a great episode all around uh, something a little different here on the catch my drift podcast so hope you guys enjoy as much as i did Well, I'm sitting here with Max May. How are you doing, Max? Pretty good. Good. Sweet, man. Um, we're just over at your mom and dad's house. We just got done watching the Packers walk all over the Dallas Cowboys, which is pretty <laughs> sweet. We don't really like the Dallas Cowboys. We're Vikings fans yep. at heart, but uh, I guess Packer land isn't all too far away from us, so it's kind of a fun kind of fun, fun game to watch them, watch them win and beat the Cowboys, so... Um, anyway, I wanted to have you on here, Max, to, uh, um, kind of talk a little bit about, um, you know, what it is to be a a youth hunter and a a youth outdoorsman. I mean, you fish like crazy too. So, um, tell us, uh, well, I guess it's kind of a, we were talking a little bit before we came down here, um, talking a little bit about your knee and how it's kind of a good time to have your knee all uh, be all laid up because your knee what happened to your knee uh, i torn my meniscus okay. in wrestling how'd that happen during my live wrestling and practice just kind of like going for a shot and say like just you kind of just get at the wrong angle or something uh-huh. and twist your knee and then boom did you know what happened right away? Like, you knew something was wrong right away. Yeah, it felt like something was, like, popping whenever I'd bend my knees. So it's like, I'm like, oh, that's not right. Yeah. And it would just be, like, some horrible pain. Ouch. Oh. Anytime anything happens to my knee or, like, somebody talks about their knee, my knees, like, already feel weak. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, I, you know, working in my profession, I, I, I do pretty well with, like, blood and guts and cysts and things. But... I don't think I could ever work in like orthopedics where they do knee surgeries because I would just, I just get weak yeah. in the knees myself. So even you telling me the story about your knee earlier, it's like, oh, I can just feel, oh, it, it, it just sounds awful. Yeah. But the surgery went okay and you're, you're doing all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, almost, it's definitely feeling better. I almost watch you take a header down the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to take it slow, I guess. Yeah. Well, that's good. It's a, yeah, it's a good time to, uh, to be laid up right now it's it's middle of january finally we're getting some some cold weather to make some ice so um but before i mean it was it was like 40 yeah. degrees not too long yeah ago. everything i was getting all excited and stuff and it's like everything would just get a light ice cover and then boom it's melted yep yep so yeah it's winter fall just wrapped up how did your fall go um pretty good yeah yeah you um over the last few years, you kind of started getting into bow hunting a little bit. And you've, yeah. You've developed quite the resume already. Mm-hmm. At, how old are you now? Um, 15. You're 15? When yeah. did you turn 15? Uh, August 20th. Okay. So not you, it's kind of a good, uh, good birthday present for fall for you just to mm-hmm. get kicked off in August. That's cool. How did your season go? Uh, I got, I filled three with my bow. Nice. Got two does and a buck. Nice. How was the buck? uh well it was a fun experience yeah and Tell just me about a it. nice eight pointer so it was like 
about the end of October, and so like just this kind of the start, like some deer are chasing barely. Yep. But so I had a lot of action. I was thinking about not going out that morning. Yeah. And then I'm or night, but uh, my dad was like, "You should probably just go." And I'm like, "Yeah." Do you and, remember what day it was exactly? Uh, October 28th. Okay. Yeah. That's one of my favorite times to be out is because all those deer are running around crazy. They're checking their scrapes. They're cruising, looking for that first hot doe. Yeah. Is that kind of what he was doing? Yeah. So first, like, I've seen this little buck chasing around this doe, and then I'm sitting, here comes a button buck, just kind of kept looking in the woods nonstop, and all of a sudden he takes off. I'm like, okay, something's in there. Yeah. <laughs> and then... So probably like 20 minutes later, I do light grunt, and all of a sudden he comes trotting out. And I got this tree in front of my stand. I call it like my little pullback tree because yep. they'll walk right on that road. And so he did that perfect. And So as soon as they walk behind that tree, that's when you pull back. Yeah. Okay. And then so he did that, and everything just went perfect. Good yeah. shot. He probably how, went like 60 yards. How far was the shot? 18 yards. Yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. We were over here. I was over here watching another football game, and you were shooting your bow, your old bow. Yeah. You just got a new bow, right? Mm-hmm. What What'd you get? Got a phase four. Matthew's, Matthew's phase four. Yeah. You like it so oh, far? It's treating me nice. Yeah. <laughs> My friend actually just picked one up, and he said he loves it. Yeah. I'm not going to be betting you anymore. I I folded <laughs> up I folded up a ten dollar bill and put I put it out on uh, on the target, and at twenty yards I said, "All right, Max." you get three arrows to try to hit. And it was, I think I folded it in like five different yeah, times. It was, it was pretty small. It was pretty it was, small. <laughs> it was, I don't know, probably about one and a half times bigger than a postage stamp. Probably yeah. wouldn't you say? Yeah. And I said, Max, you get three, three tries to try to hit this, this $10 bill. And if you hit it, it's yours. And I think on the second shot, you hit it. Yeah. I think I just like <laughs> took the corner right off, which is kind of nice. Then I didn't have a big hole through my $10. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So you're, you're, you feel comfortable at, at 20 yards? Oh, and yeah. How far do you, will you shoot out to? Uh, I'll probably shoot, honestly, 40. Yeah? I'm pretty comfortable Because you that. shoot a lot. Yeah. I yeah. That's When I'm bored, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go shoot. Yep. You got a good yard for it. Yeah. Got a good spot. And you were, uh, so you shot that, that eight-pointer. That was October 28th. Yeah. Shot a couple more does. Mm-hmm. So the does were, like, before, and that all went well, too, so... Um, I wasn't too like proud about my one doe because it was kind of like a younger doe. I only shot it because I just like, so my friend ended up shooting one. I'm like, it'd be cool if we got a double up bow kill. And so he ended up sadly like injuring that deer and we couldn't find it. But I got that, which I actually kind of felt bad at the end because I'm like, I kind of wish he, because that would have been his first bow deer. I'm like. I would have definitely rathered him get a deer than I did at that time because I've actually been like bow hunting for actually a decent amount of time since I was probably like 11 or 12. Okay. And I got my first bow deer at about 12 or 11. Okay. And yeah, so I got that. Didn't probably went like 12 yards and died. Then I had a really mature doe. She came in. I decided to hunt the morning. And my dad said, I can shoot a doe. So I went up there, and 15 minutes, nice. that doe comes in, right <laughs> behind a tree, pull back, smoked her, like, perfect. Nice, nice short sit. Yeah. That's the best. So I would imagine that that deer you shot on the October 28th, that eight-point, that was probably a pretty memorable Yeah, it memorable was. Experience. Probably one of my best experiences. Like, can you think of any other memorable hunts? I mean, it doesn't have to be deer. It could be... Duck oh, hunting yeah. or I fishing. I got a lot. <laughs> well, share, share one of your uh, your most memorable ones. Well, so I have a smaller eight-pointer that I've shot with my gun when I was, like, younger. Mm-hmm. Like, before I probably shot my bow deer, honestly, probably 10. Yep. Or maybe 12. I don't know. Yeah. But One of your first years after hunters, taking hunter safety. Yeah. Yep. So I went hunting with my dad, and we're just getting ready to leave, and... You know, you should always stay out till it's pitch black. Uh-huh. And so he was getting up, and then we were wondering, we're like, is that a buck over there? And all of a sudden, it was. And he was coming in, and it was pretty funny because I was getting my gun ready and stuff, and all of a sudden that buck's coming in, and then my dad drops his phone. Uh-oh. And then, so the deer's looking around, and then that's when I take my shot. Nice. And that was pretty cool. But then we ended up breaking the, like, 
well, we got it back together now. When we were dragging that deer, the skull cracked, but okay. it's good now. Gotcha. Was that the one? Did you shoot one over water and it like landed in the water or something? Or was that your sister? That was my sister. Your she sister. just, she, <laughs> that sucker was in the water barrel. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. I remember getting a Snapchat of that. That was pretty yeah, funny. Yeah, she looked like she was going to hyperventilate. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. So, I, I'm sure that your uh, your new Matthews bow was one of your other oh, one yeah. of your one of your favorite pieces of hunting gear. Yeah, for sure. Do you have any other favorite items of hunting gear that you like as a, as a as a youth hunter? I mean, is like there anything that gear like camo or gear camo boots whatever well, binos whatever you can think of. It's a little hard to afford right now, yeah. but like definitely Sitka camo because I love the pattern and it's crazy how they make like such a like non bulky jacket that is super warm uh-huh. and like insulated and stuff so do you have any like favorite jackets well i just got the fanatic and i it's warm it is yeah it's got wind blocker in it too yeah. which is also really important There's a little grunt call holder in it and stuff it's yep. pretty neat yep you think you'll be do- using your grunt tube from now on probably trying to grunt some yeah. big old bruisers in <laughs> oh for sure like your deer this year that's sweet um you know as a another reason i wanted to have have these young guns on here with me is um, i've got two daughters of my own they're pretty young one's coming up on three and the other just turned nine months old so there's a quite a bit of time before they're ready to hop in the tree stand with me is there anything that you can remember that your dad or whoever you know any any of your hunting or fishing mentors did um that got you hooked or passionate about being outside yeah, so my dad always did Thursday night walleye fishing. Okay. And he would always take me with. Like I and I would always want to go with and that just kind of like hooked me on fishing and then our family just always hunted so that I kind of got into that and then boom, I'm just that's I love doing it. Yeah. It's just my I just so just get me out there. Yeah. Once, and, at least once a week to go fishing or, or yeah. something. And now it's an addiction. <laughs> <laughs> Full on addiction. That's cool cool um what is it about walleye fishing you like so much i don't know just kind of like spending time with like just the little group and just once you get that bite of the day then it's just like oh it's on yeah (laughs) that's sweet um speaking of fishing and hunting do you have any you know you you're you're pretty young yet and and you've done quite a bit of hunting already yeah do you have any dream hunting or fishing trips that you can think of um I always thought it'd be cool to go on like a, uh, just like a mountain goat hunt yeah. or like mule deer or elk. Yeah. <clears throat> Anything out West. Yeah. Anything out West. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's definitely a lot different. I mean, I've done a decent, not a decent amount, but a, f- a fair amount of it. Um, in my limited experience, it's, it's fun. I mean, it, it's definitely different, which it's nice, you know, to, to experience something new and something different and yeah. challenge yourself. Um, but it's tough. I mean, it, you're up every day, bef- you know, yeah, an hour and a half before, and- yep, before sunrises and you're hiking around trying to, you know, track something down and, but it's fun. You know, it kind of sucks <clears throat> when you're doing it, but you really look forward to it when yeah. you're, when you're not doing it and it's off season. So. My advice to you, Max, would be start buying points now. Yeah. I mean, right now is application season and, um, you know, for, for out west. And, I mean, even if you just buy points, I mean, it, it'd be a great Christmas gift for your dad to buy mm-hmm. some points. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the sooner the sooner you can do it or, you know, accumulate enough points, the, the sooner you'll be able to get out there yeah. and do it. And it's only going to get harder as you get older and older, like, like this old guy sitting across the table from <laughs> you. <laughs> Well, sweet, Max. Uh, Thanks for hopping on here with me, dude. Uh, Let's get back up and watch the next football game. All right, let's go. All right, man, thanks. (laughs) Well, for the second guest, I've got my cousin, I guess, little young Brett. How you doing, buddy? Good. Um, I've known Brett for, how old are you now? 14. You're 14. Um, So I guess I've known you for about 14 years. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Brett is... uh, Charlie's stepson. Charlie is my uncle, and he's been on the podcast before. Um, if you want to take a listen to those, I can't remember what exactly we were talking. I know we were talking about uh, elk hunting gear, and um, we were getting ready to go out to Montana on a rifle elk hunt. 
So we talked a little bit about the gear that we were bringing with us, and he was on way early back um, talking about whitetail hunting and turkey hunting and chasing roosters. So both really good episodes, but um, Brett has had the privilege of walking in Charlie's uh, foot tracks just the same way as I have. So we've, uh, we've both learned a lot from this guy. Um, and Brett and I are both really getting excited for turkey season coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're recording this in January, and turkey season is just about three months away. So uh, really chomping at the bit to chase some turkeys. And you, Brett, actually you just shot your first turkey last year. Yeah. How was that? Pretty fun. Yeah? You want to share the story? Can you tell us about it? Yeah. How it went down? So it was my first Tom. I shot a Jake. Two years before that? Bring her in a little closer. <laughs> so I shot Jake like two years before that. Okay. And just know I was with Jordy and Max Casperson. Yep. So Jordy is Charlie's um, older brother, which is also our uncle. And Max is my cousin, which is Jordy's son. So with Jordy and Max, all right. Mm-hmm. So it was about the second or third day of hunting that that year. And so we got there, set up everything, and started waiting. First, we heard a gobble to our, our right. Were you in the ground blind? Yeah. Okay. So All three of you were in a ground blind mm-hmm. sitting together. Okay. So down the valley to the right, and then a plot that we call heaven. Okay. They were in there. And there was a really distant one behind us. And then, you know, we sat for a really long time. Didn't really see anything. Heard a few hens like normal. Could you hear them, just to back you up a little, could you hear them gobbling up on the roost? Yeah. Yeah, so you could hear them mm-hmm, sounding right off. Right. You, you had a good idea which direction they were. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so then you heard some hens? Yep. And then, so, just waited a long, long time. Okay. The gobbles didn't really get, well, they would get close and then back far away. And then it started to snow. Oh, yeah. So that's pretty fun. Yeah. Especially turkey hunting. It is. And then Max and I just wanted to go. We were really cold. <laughs> Was it getting to be like lunchtime in your? Mm, it was like nine, okay, nine, like nine thirty. Yeah, and then well, when you're up at like three thirty in the morning, it's yeah, your nine thirty is like sandwich time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we wanted to go. Jordy said, "No, let's just wait for thirty more minutes." And then probably twenty minutes later, after that, there was like probably seventeen turkeys to our left just came out. Wow, it was a ton of hens, a few jakes, and one gobbler. Okay, and then. So we had this one hen. It was pretty cool. It came into our decoys and started fighting one of them. Was it fighting another hen? Yeah. Okay. And then that one came behind and started like putting at us. So we thought we were like busted. And then they stayed over there for like, felt like hours, but it was only like probably 20 minutes or something. And then, you know, they, one came, well, we, we heard the one from in heaven plot uh-huh. start coming towards us. We weren't sure what it was. And then all of a sudden, we see two turkeys coming out really loud. And then it took five minutes, not even to come over. And then once it got close to us, that other Tom started chasing it. So it was two. Okay. And then they'll fight for a little bit and then realize it was outnumbered. And those two Toms left with some a few hens that broke off the group. And then... The one stayed. Okay. We thought it was over. We didn't think he was going to come over. And for like 20 minutes more, finally came to us. <laughs> <laughs> so did he come to come to check out the decoys that were in front yeah. of you? Yeah. Okay. And then, so Jordy was like, oh, no, don't shoot it yet. Don't shoot it yet. And I'm like, why? It's in the decoys. Yeah. He's like, just let it mess around. So I kept asking, can I shoot it? No. Can I shoot it? No. <laughs> <laughs> asked one more time. He's like, fine and then i shot him nice did you dump him right there mm-hmm. they're pretty cool they're pretty cool birds aren't they yeah did he gobble in front of you at all um i'm not sure okay or you heard him i'm sure it was the bird that you heard gobbling far yeah. off anyway was, yeah yeah it's cool did he did he whoop up on the jake decoy at all did yeah. he spurt, try to spur it and everything yeah mm-hmm. that's it's quite the show when they can do that what's neat mm-hmm. yeah that farm um i had the privilege of shooting my first turkey and a handful of turkeys out there too it's uh there's one spot we call it Turkey Ridge. For, That's where we were. <laughs> for that reason, I mean it. It, it it's called Turkey Ridge because if you want to shoot a turkey, you know, you may not see one the first day, the second day, but if you sit it out and wait, you know, the third, fourth, fifth, sixth day, you'll you may end up doing it. It's just a great 
great spot where they can go out and strut and um, kind of show off to the ladies. And it's, yeah, it's, it's great. Um, and you, you've been deer hunting out there. You were out there this yeah. past fall and um, you actually did a little bit of wood duck hunting. Mm-hmm. That was there. fun. How was that? It was pretty cool. That was one of your more memorable hunts from yeah. the year you were saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so to kind of break that down, what was that like? So it was a lot, a lot, a lot of ducks. A lot of ducks. So <laughs> we got there. Wasn't that cold? Set the decoys out. This is you got there in dark? Yeah. Okay. Set the decoys out. That took a long time. Yeah. And then finally became shooting light and probably 25 just poured right in. Wow. You could barely see and you could just see them on the water. So we just started shooting. <laughs> so just water swatting every single duck. Yeah. Then those came up. We grabbed them. Well, the dog did. Yep. And then waited more like two minutes later. Probably like 25 more came wow. out and just kept water swatting. They would stay there because they didn't know what was happening. Yeah. So this, this uh, where you were shooting them, um, is a little pond that's kind of tucked in the woods a little bit, but kind of not. It's kind of, it's got openings on either end, like the north and the south end. And they'll, they'll filter in and out of there. Mm-hmm. And usually later, what time of year was that? Um, October, early October yeah. maybe. Um, I remember just from getting some pictures from that you guys were sending me. Um, and that time of year anyway, maybe it was a little later, I guess I can't really remember to be, to be totally sure, but, um, for some reason they just love to hang out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy during deer season. Yeah. And Charlie was saying that there was corn in their, in their crops. Oh yeah. That was pretty. Eaten in the dry field, which is pretty Mm -hmm. unique. That's cool. So there were, how many of them do you think were out there? 50 or so? Oh yeah. Yeah. Maybe even more. It was (laughs) crazy. (laughs) Sounds like madness. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, could you hear them when they landed? Were they squealing and stuff? Yeah, that's pretty they were. cool. And you guys were pretty close to them. Oh yeah, like right on top of them. That's awesome. That's sweet. Um, I I wanted to have um you on here, Brett, too, because um, actually I think you'll probably be out of all the the guests that I have planned here, you'll be the youngest. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you said before you're 14, you turn um you're, you'll turn 15 this coming up August. Yep. What um. What is something that your parent or step parent did mm-hmm. to get you hooked or passionate about being outside? Well, what he really did is he just brought me all the time. Okay. You didn't have a choice. He just yeah. <laughs> gear up, wake up early, and let's yeah. go. Got me a BB gun, shot sparrows. Yep. And then I had to go with Ellie. Yep. I wasn't shooting, but. I just went with her, like, duck hunting and stuff. Uh-huh. That got me hooked to that. Okay. So, and it, um, and you, you just wanted to do it. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I would imagine that some kids that just get dragged along by their parents, it's kind of a, kind of a chore, but, yeah. um, I mean, you just wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. It's in your blood, isn't it? Yeah. So, Brett, he's, uh, he's a little, he's a, he's a killer. He's a born killer. He, you shot a fox this past, yeah, I did. this past fall. That was pretty sweet. With a 22. That's cool. Any other any other fun things you shot this past fall? More sparrows, probably. Squirrels. Squirrels. Lots of squirrels. Yeah. Shot what, my first black squirrel. That's cool. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite squirrel recipe? Mm, just uh, deep frying them. Deep frying them. It's really good. Nice. You put hot sauce on them. Sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ranch. Ranch mixed with sauce, like ra- sauce. ranch mixed with hot sauce. Okay, yeah. like a zesty ranch kind of mm-hmm. sauce. That sounds good. Kind of like chicken wings, kind of. Yeah. Yum. What um, I wanted to ask you too, you know, being a being a, a younger guy, I'm sure that uh, when you're really little, staying comfortable is important. Mm-hmm. But what's like one piece of your of, of hunting gear that's your just your favorite? <laughs> well, I've got a few. Okay, let's hear. Them. So the first isn't really like gear. Okay. So it starts by Beretta A300. Okay. Did you just get that gun? Yeah. Okay. You Pretty like good. it so far? Oh yeah. Yeah. And then my Marlin Model 60. Okay. She's lots of squirrels with that thing. <laughs> That's your 22? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then going to actual clothing is probably my Dakota hoodie in like the Sikonecator. Uh-huh. So warm. They are very warm. Yeah. I was wearing mine just the other day snow blowing and I had to take it off within like five minutes because I was overheating. They're super warm and fuzzy. Cool. And lots of hand warmers? Yes. Yeah. Lots. <laughs> Brett, uh, I think, we, were we duck hunting? Yeah, we were duck hunting this past year. We were duck mm-hmm. hunting with our our friend Tim. 
Um, and it was like, I think the forecast was like 76 degrees that day. And yeah. it was like, you know, maybe upper 50s, lower 60s that morning. And Brett pops out a couple hand warmers <laughs> and he's warming his hands up. My hands get cold really fast. Mine do too. I, I can't blame you there. <laughs> well, if you, um, if you can think of a dream hunting or fishing trip... Okay, I got a few for this one. Too. All right, let's hear it. All right, so it starts with my dream hunt is probably spotlight deer in Buffalo County. Okay. No, but seriously, probably, <laughs> <laughs> probably um, for ducks, probably probably like a harlequin duck. Oh or yeah. Or a mandarin. Sure. For big game, like you definitely those... you definitely have to put one of eat both of those ducks on the wall, wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean they're gorgeous, and we don't ever see them around here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then for big game, have you seen those like cool deer in Hawaii, like those really small ones with Axis spots? Axis deer. Yeah, those things. Seem yep. really cool. Yep. You guys are going to Hawaii coming up. Mm-hmm. When is that? Um, like the 27th, like December 27th. Of this coming year? Yeah. You think you, your mom and dad will take you access to your hunting? Hopefully. Maybe. Probably not. Don't, just hear, hear me out. <laughs> Tell them you don't want anything for Christmas. Just that. Just an access. I want to go access to your hunting. Mm-hmm. I don't want any, you know, whatever, Legos or... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you kids are into these days, but... <laughs> Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't want anything for your new mountain bike or whatever. Anything mm-hmm. like that. I just want to go shoot an Axis deer. <laughs> That'd be sweet. Mm-hmm. I definitely. I'm on board with that for sure. All and, right. So Axis deer. Yep. And then like a caribou okay. or a big grizzly. Yeah. Then it, for fish. All right. It's like a taimen. Oh yeah, taimen. Yeah. Yep. Or like a tarpon on the fly. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. You started fly fishing. Yeah. Do you like it? Oh yeah. Yeah. Have you caught smallies on the fly with Charlie out there? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I go all the time by myself during yep. the summer. Like two years ago, I started just riding my bike. To... Yep. Yep. I've seen some pretty fun Snapchats of Charlie sending me. That you're <laughs> bent over with one, you know, got your fly rod doubled over and you're fighting it. Yeah, that's fun, man. I love I love fishing for smallies. I can't wait. This uh, this time of year, is it's tough on, on all of us because, you know, there's no mm. deer hunting. There's no duck hunting. I mean, you can yeah. ice fish, but... You know, some deer are dropping their sheds right now, but you know, the most of them are still holding on. So we mm-hmm. gotta, we gotta hang on. So, yeah, we just gotta dream of that stuff and get all our gear organized and yeah. primed and make sure it's all ready to go for us. Mm-hmm. Cool. Anything else you want to talk about? No, that covered yeah. it all. Kind of. All right, man. Well, thanks, Brett. Um, we'll uh, we'll be in touch here and we'll see you we'll see you coming up here maybe we'll get you out on the ice mm-hmm. all right thanks buddy yep well next on the list here is Ellie Casperson Ellie is uh, my cousin um, Charlie's daughter I've known Ellie for Ellie how old are you now I'm about to be 17 when's your birthday January 20th so two days from now yep so 17 holy cow mm-hmm. you got your driver's license already a nice little red car oh yep what's on your christmas list this year or not your christmas list but your birthday list oh, i always for? like a new fun pair of shoes N- new shoes yep and some gas money yeah definitely Couple quick trip gift cards <laughs> yep nice mm-hmm. so ellie um i've known you for almost 17 years now i remember um holding you as a little baby <laughs> yeah i think i'm well, i'm 33 so what's the math on that 16 years older or something like that 15 years or so older than you yeah so back or maybe yeah 16 or 17 i remember i even remember what i was wearing when i first (laughs) i was wearing a a gray polo and blue jeans i don't know funny yeah i don't i don't know how i remember that i think maybe i saw a picture or something but um Back in college, I used, even used to be a roommate of Ellie's. I lived with Charlie and, and you as a, a, a little squirt. Yep. Um, so we have quite the history. But you um, you hunt on, on your dad's farm. I do. And you have been doing that for quite some time. Do you remember when you shot your first deer? I do. It was out of the mouse house. Okay. So, I mean, it was kind of like teetering in the wind a little bit. <laughs> I was a little scared. But out, you know, out came a mama doe and a two fawns and my dad was like okay you can shoot one and then i shot a nubbin buck <laughs> well well you didn't orphan the, you didn't shoot the doe and orphan the fawn right. so that was kind of you at least <laughs> yeah maybe not purposeful but yeah how older were you when you did when you shot that first year i was little probably like maybe 10 or 10. 12 just got yeah. your hunter safety and <laughs> yeah yep, here you go out with your dad head to toe or blaze orange i'm sure like yep, i was for sure your dad has a picture somewhere of me 
dressed head to toe in like a it's like a it's like a onesie like a blaze orange like mm. zip up onesie <laughs> I just, Funny. and a big giant blaze orange hat it looks like i'm wearing a pumpkin on my head <laughs> i'm i'm sure my mother was scared that that i was going to get shot you know and so she was happy to deck me out in blaze yeah. orange i could have even had blaze orange face paint on but... <laughs> oh my goodness that's funny yeah so cool um how did your fall go this past fall? Um, I didn't end up shooting any deer because, I don't know, I really just want to shoot a big buck, bigger than my previous one, and they're kind of few and far between lately, I yep. think. Yep. Yeah, this uh, this year up at the farm, we had, a, it was, uh, like you said, there wasn't just as many as many big giant dandies out there. I don't know for what reason, one reason or another. Some people I've been heard talking about it being too dry. We had a really dry summer, so maybe they didn't get the food for that ant- antler growth they needed or or whatever. But yeah, for some reason out there, you know, there were a few there were a few nice ones, but right. never at the right time. No. Nope. Yeah, we saw them early season in Velvet. We had pictures of them, but never at the right time, which is always a bummer, but yeah, I don't think anybody up there at the farm shot a deer this year, no. unfortunately. I do have to be honest. I'm a bit of a fair weather fan, though. So. <laughs> a fair weather hunter? <laughs> yeah, yep. could be me. Yeah, well, I don't blame you. It's, it's, uh, you got to go when you can, and, and if it's cold and you're not going to be able to sit out there and concentrate, that's, that's, right. that's, that's the way it's got to be. Yeah, I like it to be an enjoyable experience for yep. me. Yeah, so. <clears throat> I even remember, speaking of fair weather, hunting early season wood ducks with you. Yeah. And, you know, giving you the first few shots and then Charlie says, all right, we'll let, you know, me and Tim and your dad and I are all going to shoot them and pick up the slack. Usually yep. we'd give you the first shot and then we'd take the second yep. and third. Yeah. <laughs> but that's fun. It, it That's a that's a fun time of year to be out mm-hmm. there is, um, is early season wood ducks and they can come screaming in. Brett, your stepbrother and I yep. were just talking about that and one of his more memorable hunts was hunting wood ducks up at the farm. Yep. Do you have any more memorable hunts as a as a youth hunter? Yeah. Or a fisher woman? I do. I would say one time I was out hunting on the farm with Uncle Jordy and Emma, my cousin. We're the same age. And so out comes a big enough buck and Emma shoots it. And then all of a sudden Uncle goes, hey, who wants to shoot a doe? <laughs> and it's getting kind of dark. I mean, it's still shooting time, but not really. I mean, close. Yep. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'll shoot one. I'll shoot one. And then I get out my gun, shoot it, and then one deer drops dead and then another one runs away and like tumbles into the woods and you're like, what the heck just <laughs> happened? And it turns out I shot two with one bullet. <laughs> That's awesome. I remember that too. I was out there that day or that night hunting mm-hmm. as well. And when we, when we went to recover it, we were like, what on you know, like there's a dead deer here and that that's the one you dropped right in your tracks, but there's a blood trail going going down into the woods. We're like, what on earth? Yep. <laughs> Thank goodness we had tag, you know, right. enough tags. And then I remember a very that, another funny story about that same night mm-hmm. that the buck that Emma shot ran down into the woods and we were blood trailing it, blood trailing it, blood trailing it. And when it fell, it it's one of its antlers got hooked on a tree do you remember this i do remember that. about as big around as your calf you know Mm -hmm. so it wasn't very big it wasn't very small medium tree and it like we were all you know we when we shined our flashlights down in the woods we thought it was like still alive because its head was up yep but no here it was it just like when it finally died it like took one lunge and wrapped its antler around a tree and it was like standing like sitting up it was pretty funny it's creepy (laughs) that's for sure it was creepy yeah that's that's something I, I've heard of kids, um, you know, accidentally shooting two turkeys in one shot. I've never heard of two deer in one no, shot. <laughs> me either. That's a way to, bullets are expensive now, so you got to save money any way you can. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, this is kind of the main, the main question that I, that I wanted to ask all these, all these young guns that I have on the podcast for this episode, uh, mainly because I got two younger daughters, um, One's just about to be three, and the other one just turned nine months. So, as a as a parent, um, uh, outdoors minded parent, I you know I want my girls to be um, into the outdoors just like you are. Um, what is something that you know as a as a dad you would recommend? Um, any activity that you would recommend me bring them along with? Okay. What's yeah. more memorable? Some more memorable um, activities from your youth. Well. 
personally, the activity I remember most in the outdoors was morel mushroom hunting. Okay. Because we would all, it was kind of like a process. It was exciting. We always waited for that time of year. And then when we got dressed to go, you had to like tuck your shirt in and put duct tape around your ankles so yep. you didn't get ticks. Yeah. And it was kind of fun because you didn't have to be like so quiet, like hunting. And you could kind of just bumble around the woods and... You don't you know, have to worry about right. which way the wind is blowing. Exactly, yeah. Yep. yeah. And then your parents could kind of help you out like, oh my gosh, I think I see one. And then you get to have the fun part of like picking the mushrooms and then you get to eat them afterwards, which is fun. Like yep. we got to harvest these in the outdoors. Yeah. But I think overall, what really helped get me into the outdoors was my dad was always really excited about it. Okay. Because... I mean, he's genuinely just like passionate about it. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just something he likes, but like... Some would say overly passionate. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but as a little kid, just like seeing your parent be excited just kind of makes you excited. And it was kind of something that we always just did on the weekends. He's like, hey, I'm going to go, you know, do something on the farm or let's go duck hunting. And I was just kind of like, okay, like, I mean, you seem excited, so it must be fun. Right, right. Right. Yeah, he wouldn't do it if it wasn't fun. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's and cool. There were always fun snacks too, like powdered donuts in the <laughs> in the duck blind. Yeah, I don't think you can go duck hunting without powdered donuts. No. Nope. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Um, so that yeah, so just bringing you along. I mean, right. not really giving you a choice. Brett and I talked about that. Max May, um, who who was on earlier, talked about that as well. His dad would take him along for Thursday fishing. Um, you know, whether you have a choice or not, you know, as you get, yeah. as you get a little bit older, like you said, you're a little bit more of a fair, fair weather hunter, which is fine. Um, but at least, you know, at least you're out there right. doing it. Um, yeah. yeah. So when you're, when you're young, just dragging them along, that's your, <laughs> yeah. that's your advice. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. And just being excited. Yep. Yeah. For and, sure. And a lot of hand warmers. I keep yes. hearing yeah, lots of hand warmers, lots of treats, yeah. powdered donuts, <laughs> exactly. nerds, gummies, whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Sweet. Um, I, I also want to know, you know, being outside and being comfortable is one of my biggest things. My hands get so cold so easily. My toes do too. And, you know, me being comfortable, you know, whether it's toe warmers or hand warmers or whatever, is important for me to stay out there. Do you have, and, you know, that kind of goes along with, uh, with, you know, different gear. Do you have any favorite pieces of hunting gear or fishing gear that you you can't live without yes i do basically anything that's really going to keep me warm but one that stands out to me is the sitka ballistic beanie it's okay it has that like gray fuzzy fleece on the inside and it's windproof it always just keeps your ears warm and i feel like that's really important and also my dad just has a bunch of pairs of those like old heavy cabela's bibs and i always like to just how, no matter how many layers I'm wearing, I can always put that over the top. Yeah, so, yeah. Keeps me toasty. Yeah. And hand warmers are always important too. That's right. Lots of hand warmers just staying warm. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Do you have any dream hunting or fishing destinations that you have in mind that someday you'd like to go? Maybe not so much a destination, but like a trip. I think it would be really fun. My favorite hunting buddy is my cousin Emma. So okay. I think it'd be fun to go like big game hunting, like for elk or something and i really think it was cool when like you can ride on horseback and oh yeah stuff. yep because i mean takes a load off a little bit and i think it's just like a cool way to do it absolutely so. yeah your dad um jordy we're all family jordy charlie or our brothers and my cousin max jordy's son we all went on a uh, horseback riding mountain uh, montana elk hunting trip and that was something i'll remember forever so something similar to that do you right, think yeah. yeah or like just kind of a family trip like i know you guys used to go waterfowl hunting up in canada yep. like every year and yep. i think that would be fun to do yeah just like a fun base camp kind of thing it is yeah it's those those trips are fun i mean it's not so much about you know shooting your limited ducks which of course that's why you go up there is to you know to see all the ducks circling overhead and it's, it's a blast when you can shoot a limit but mm-hmm. Just BSing, you know, at after dinner and, and when you're cleaning ducks and, you know, reminiscing on stuff. It's that's right. Really what it's all about. Yeah. Yep. Or someday maybe a hunt with my dad would be fun. Yeah. Just and it'd be cool to shoot something I've never shot before, like a duck on the ocean or like one yeah. of those like Osceola turkeys or something. Yeah. 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 Or oscillated maybe. Yep. I think that would be cool. But yeah, overall just like being with somebody that I like to hunt with, I think makes the biggest difference to me yep now you'll have to tell your dad you want to go down to florida for your graduation (laughs) present and shoot a turkey yeah (laughs) you like shooting turkeys i know you do i do yes um it's fun i like the chase i think 
I'm not such a good caller, but my dad is. And it's really cool to hear like the, the call and echo, like you're really like communicating with the bird. And uh -huh. I think it's cool to just hear them get closer and closer. Yep. That's of. definitely my favorite part too, about turkey mm -hmm. hunting, just talking with them. Right. Um, you actually, we actually just, uh, over here in the next room, you've got a full body turkey mount. I do. Was that your first bird? Um, the first gobbler? I want to say that was my second one. Okay. Yep. But my most memorable turkey hunt, I'm going to say, was probably, it was just my dad and I, and we went out, and I shot a turkey, and then there was another there was another Tom with, and so my dad quick got up and shot that one too, and it was kind of running, flying away, and then we get out of the blind, and it had two beards. Yours so did? That, yeah, that was, was a double cool. bearder. Yep. I remember getting a picture of that, and I was like, holy smokes, <laughs> like, that is awesome. Yeah. Um. I had shot one earlier that year with my bow on kind of on the other side of the farm. So that was a fun, that was a good mm -hmm, year for us. We, we shot three off the farm that, that year. It was cool. And then after the fact, we made a wing bone turkey call out oh, of yeah. the wings from the turkey. So that was cool. And to like be able to replicate the turkey's sound like from an actual like part of the turkey yeah. is pretty cool too. That's full circle. Yep. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, now that you got your driver's license, you're going to have to put a turkey call in your car and practice on your way to, to and from school. Yep. <laughs> That's how I got good with, with elk, you know, elk calling is, um, I used to drive 45 minutes to work. So I just put my diaphragm call in my car and, you know, I would practice bugles and practice cow mews and, and yeah. eventually you just get good at it. That's smart. I, yeah. I haven't thought of that. There you go. Yeah. Everyone, all your friends driving to soccer practice are going to say, what on earth is this thing? And you're like, oh, check this out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, sweet Ellie, thanks for hopping on here with me. Um, we're going to have to get out get after it uh, ice fishing here soon. Oh, yeah. Catch some sure. pike through the ice. Yeah. All right. Thanks again, Ellie. Yep. Alrighty, so my fourth and final guest is a young guy named Jack Jarowski. How are you doing, Jack? Pretty good. Good. Um, hockey season's going on right now. Yeah. How's that going? Uh, pretty good. Look, bring it in a little closer to the mic. Uh, if you, there you go. Perfect. Uh, third line varsity. You're a third line fourth. varsity? Okay. Yeah. What position do you play? Uh, left or right wing. Left or right. And how old are you? What year in school are you? I'm uh, 10th grade. I'm 15 years old. I'll okay. I'm 16 in a month. Nice. Getting your driver's license right away? Yeah. Well, hopefully. Your dad buy a nice, sweet pickup truck or something? No. <laughs> Got to mow lawns and save money for that? Yeah. You can come mow my lawn anytime <laughs> you want, man. I'll give you 20 bucks, and I won't even make you pay for the gas. <laughs> I'll pay for that myself. Well, sweet, man. Um, I had uh, I had our, our friend Max May on earlier um, just to kind of talk about uh, some things that he likes to do outside. And I've had a couple other guys, uh, uh, actually Charlie's daughter and Charlie's stepson, Brett, on. But you're the you're the fourth guy that I that I wanted to have on here, because um, you're a you're a big buck shooting son of a gun too, aren't you? Sometimes. <laughs> so um, one thing I wanted to uh, wanted these guys on here to talk about is just a memorable um, outdoor experience. So if you could share a memorable outdoor experience, something uh, that stands out more than any other time being outside. Oh, uh, that's when I shot my buck this year. So. Okay. What day was it? was november 6th okay and so i hunted i actually got the day off of school nice and i went with my uncle and i started in a stand at the bottom of a valley okay and i didn't see shit <laughs> it was dead didn't see a thing all day so then i moved to a another stand a little farther deeper in the valley okay and yeah i didn't see anything there either okay so I went back to the car, got something to eat, warmed up around noon, and then about 12, 45, 1 o'clock, I moved into a different stand a little f a little up the hill okay. of the valley, and it was around about 3.30 where I saw my first four-point. Okay. Came out of nowhere, scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I didn't know if it was a big buck or not. Um. So that guy came in. I could have shot him about 15 different places. So were you sitting like in a pinch point or something? or? Um, I was over water barrels. Okay. And we had a couple mock scrapes set up too. Perfect. So. Perfect. They love both of those things. Yeah. So the buck, the four-pointer, leaves after probably a half hour. Got some nice videos of him. And then I look up the hill, and I see a doe about 100 yards up the hill. And she walks straight through on one trail and then about so she's gone and about 15 minutes later i see a nice eight point up there and i'm like 
holy crap, I'd shoot that. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm looking, he's walking the exact same trail that Dodo's on, so I'm like, all right, there's no chance. And he keeps looking down at me after stay frozen for who knows how long. But eventually I hear crashing behind me. And I'm like, I see these deer running around. I'm like, holy shit, did I spook deer that were behind me too? Mm-hmm. So I look, I, I slowly look to my right, and there's two does, two little does sitting right behind me. And at this time, I look up, and that buck's just walking straight down to me. And I'm like, okay, here we go. So is he coming to check out those does? And I'm guessing. He was yeah. sitting staring either at me or the water barrels for probably 15 minutes. I couldn't move. <laughs> 100 yards up the hill. I'm guessing it was the water barrels. At the time, I thought it was me. Mm-hmm. Just because that's that's what happens. So were you were you like standing up at this point, had your bow in your hand ready, or were you just I still was, sitting down? I was standing up. After that first buck came, I stood up. Um, okay. Then. So he came in. He came in closer to come check those does out. And yes, he was walking down. My I was shaking since like the moment <laughs> I saw him. I thought he was just gonna see me because I was shaking so loud. Okay. And um so. Those came in about three minutes later. I see this buck coming down. And he beelining towards him, so he's just walking straight towards him. And I'm like, "Holy crap! I gotta grab my bow." And Lord knows how he must have been staring at those does, but I fi- I got my bow without him looking. Nice. So I'm like, there's, it's it's a pretty open spot. It it wasn't used to be, but they had to cut a bunch of trees out. Mm-hmm. Because we do not own the land, we lease it. Okay. And so it was wide open, so. I saw some group of trees. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to have to grab it. I'm like, if he sees me, he sees me. And thank God he didn't. So I came down. He came down, and he was sitting there. And I was going to – I had my pin set at 15 – no. I had my pin set at 20 yards. Okay. And he kept – he he was walking. He came in broadside at 15. I was going to change my – pin sights i'm like there's no time so i draw back and man he takes one step stops behind a tree i can't even see his face i pull back and i'm like sitting there like about two three inches of my pin under where i should shoot and i'm like this is where i gotta pull because i'm gonna shoot high yep I smoke him nice 15 yards and then I'm sitting there like... So did he, he mule kicked and ran right off and yep. then and you're just shaking uncontrollably? Oh, I was sitting there like, <laughs> did I seriously do that? Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was unbelievable. That's awesome. The, the high I got from that was just yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I, I've, I, I usually can keep myself together pretty well before the shot, but after, you know, as soon as you release that arrow, I'm just like shaking like a leaf. Just, you, I can't stop. And you're trying to call your buddies, text your buddies, and you can hardly operate oh, think- your phone. I think I texted Max right after that. Yeah. And I said I just smoked an eight. <laughs> just that's awesome. I sat there like I saw the arrow go in. It was perfect. And I'm like that thing. That thing's gonna die. Yeah, we're gonna find that thing. Sweet. And yeah, everybody remembers their first big buck, and it's uh, it's definitely definitely something you you can play back over and over, just oh, like yeah. watching a movie. Yeah. yeah. Sweet man, congrats. I saw. Thank you. I think your dad sent me a Snapchat of it that day, that night that you, you shot it, and it was pretty. It's a nice deer. That's yeah. a really nice deer. I'd be pretty stoked about that. I think it ran probably 70 yards. Yeah. Double lunged. Nice. So. Awesome. So has uh, has being outdoors and hunting and fishing, has that been something you've always been interested in? Um, To be honest with you, it took probably until I was in fifth or sixth grade to okay. really start loving it. Gotcha. And that's that was really fishing. I okay. think I got into hunting probably seventh, eighth grade. Okay. Just so. What um, what did your dad do that made it made fishing so fun? Well, for trout fishing, he took me to the Trout Master Classic, which okay. was always super fun. Yep, and that's a that's a f- uh, for listeners. The Trout Master Classic is a yearly um, trout fishing tournament uh, with a with a big family. Uh, we're fortunate enough; we're not blood related, but um, now we may as well be. Um, it's a big trout master, uh, the trout master classic. It's uh, a trout fishing tournament. Um, you do a bunch of bets and fish all weekend on the South branch of the whitewater. Um, see who catches the biggest fish. And you, sometimes if you're good, you can make some money. I beat you last year. You did. You did not by much, but <laughs> all right, <yet> or done. <laughs> that's right. That's all that matters is, is it, if it's bigger, even if it's a, even if it's a 16th of an inch, that's all that matters. Yep. <laughs> so, um, 
trout fishing. That's what your dad, like, he brought you along with trout fishing. Yes, and then yeah. he always took me walleye fishing on the river, too, which was always really fun. Yeah, and you still, you guys still do that quite a bit. Yes, we do. Yeah. Not, I wish we could do it more, but yeah. it's pretty busy in the summer for him, at least. Yeah, so. definitely. What, um, do you have any others, you know, maybe not uh, fishing or hunting related, but do you have any other outdoor, memorable outdoor activities that you did when you were younger? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I remember always I'd always go walking through the woods for some reason. Yeah, just making forts or looking for cool I, rocks or whatever. Yeah, I did yeah. make I did make a really nice fort behind my house one time <laughs> with my friends. Yeah, it was I we made it we had we dug a big hole and covered it up made a tunnel to it. Sweet. Yeah, I don't think I fit in that anymore. <laughs> Is it you think it's still there? Oh uh, no, I had to break the roof so my dad didn't run his tractor into it. Oh gotcha. <laughs> that would have been bad. That would have been bad. Probably four feet deep. <laughs> Probably not, but. Um. As a as a younger outdoorsman, what is one of your favorite pieces of hunting gear? Um, either my dad's Sika jacket or uh, rechargeable hand warmers. Okay, got some rechargeable hand warmers. Did you, where'd you pick those up? Oh, I got them from my uncle for Christmas. Nice. So, but they saved me so many times. Yeah. I'd just be sitting there like if I didn't have these, I'd be, I'd not be here. <laughs> They're nice. I, I, I just got one for Christmas. My mom gave it to me. I haven't really used it in my tree stand or anything, but just flicking it on, you know, at home, just to try it out. It, it heats up pretty nice. Yeah, they do. They, I, I'm excited to use it next year for I, sure. They last a long time, too. And this one that I got actually will charge your phone. Yeah, I think mine do, too. Yep. Yeah. So that's fun in case your phone runs out of battery or whatever. But Yeah. Do you, I, uh, the last question here, do you have any dream hunting or fishing trips that when, once you're once you're older, maybe, or maybe for your graduation present or something, your dad yeah. take you on a trip, do you have any dream destination hunting or fishing trips? Well, I have two, and they're both fishing, so I'd okay. like to go up north, like really up north Minnesota, like Lake of the Woods or somewhere, and go musky fishing. That sounds super awesome. Yep. And then the other would be going out west and trout fishing, fly fishing. Yeah. Out in Montana or somewhere. That would be fun. Yes, it would be. You, uh, you actually brought your fly box over here, and I, you're going to be doing some uh, tying some flies with Max or later here. Max yep. was the Max was the first guest on this podcast, and you guys are getting into trout fishing quite a bit, aren't you? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we go a lot together. That's good. Those streamers you made are they're looking pretty sweet. Thank you. Practice makes perfect, man. That's and you're. I mean. I, you know, I didn't make a perfect streamer the first one I tied. And I, I I think I still have them, but I never use them. Oh, <laughs> like the I first think ones the you first make. 50 ones I have are just hanging up in random spots in my room. Yep. Give them to your mom for looking, earrings or something. Yeah, look at them like, <laughs> nope, not using those. Yep. That's okay. Sometimes the, the uglier the fly, the, the more fish they catch. Yeah. Yep. Well, sweet, man. Thanks for hopping on here with me. Uh, we'll have to make some bets here coming up for the next Trout Master Classic. It's yeah. in a few few months coming up, so yep. see if you can uh, see if you can whip my tail again here. I will see. All right, man. Thanks. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you.